Welcome to Talktails. A bartender advice line that is cheaper than therapy. We are your hosts. I'm Shauna. I'm Adele. Dude. Dude, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Dude. 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 You couldn't even contain yourself. Just right off, right out of the cannon. Dude. I'm squirming in my chair, bro. I'm so excited for today's episode. Me? I am too. Do you know that I feel like I'm living like Wayne's world? Like, I feel like I live Wayne's world. I mean, I feel like you are Wayne. Uh, You're kind of like Garth. (laughs) I am kind of like Garth. (laughs) We just got to change your hair colors and then you're just nailing it, bro. Um, but back to being excited because I am, and you are, I'm so excited and we are, and we are so excited, uh, that we, we should just jump off and introduce our guests. I think we should, unless you, is there anything you want to get off your chest, Adele? I'm very excited. I think, and, and I, you know, spoilers guys, it's the female guest, and I just really get a giddy and excited when we get to have, um, powerful female, uh, figures. Uh, from the bar world as guests dude straight up straight up well you know what like listeners probably like want a little bit more of a lead up don't you think yeah maybe like a like a like maybe we could play a game adele like a guessing game okay or maybe we could play (laughs) we can play guess that bartender okay guess the bartender okay Okay. does this the bartender live in la yes okay now you go now you you go i think so i think so (laughs) does this bartender have Colored hair, like a crazy color. Yes, I think generally, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, does this bar, does this bartender happen to win maybe, I don't know, global competitions? Uh, yeah, she does. Oh my God. Okay, now your turn. (laughs) Okay, is this this bartender beloved through and through the city of LA? Absolutely. I think everyone knows who it is now. Yay! <laughs> it is a uh, Rose Crone in the ha- on the mic. Dude. Hello, guys. That was pretty <laughs> Thank good you for having me. Heck yeah! Was that pretty good representation? <laughs> I like it. I like it. You guys said lots of nice things. <laughs> Dude, yeah. So thank you so much uh, for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know that you've been kind of, you've been going all over the world at this point. You just, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, oh, that's right. We're in the fucking virtual world. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking at a computer From right my now. Patio. <laughs> but those who don't know, uh, Rose just won the global competition for Liquor 43, the, a global brand, which is like, whew. Hey, kind, one of our of gir- big deal. Yeah, dude. One of our girls freaking from LA right from here. LA. <laughs> awesome. Representing the planet. The yeah, pool. and it was like a really big competition with a with coffee or like a bartenders and baristas competition, um, which is kind of like a big deal globally. And it has been a big deal, especially in Europe for a very long time. And uh this year, I think maybe virtually because of it was virtual, they were able to make it like a bigger blanket to have more bartenders participate. She won big freaking deal, man. Rose, how's it feel? How's it feel? Oh, I mean, it feels so great. It feels kind of crazy though. At the same time, like being able to win a global competition just from like my back patio. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But it's also just like really surreal. Like, uh, like there's all, there's always like a positive in times too. And like this positive for me was just having the time during the the shutdown to be creative and enter these things. And uh, it's, it's been wild and fun and connecting to all of the other finalists globally has been 
super awesome as well. Uh, it's it's interesting to do it virtually, but uh, I'm super I'm super happy that I uh, got to represent the the U.S. and L.A. and uh, this is the first year actually that the U.S. got to participate in the global. So it's really cool for that to have happened as well. Like we won our first year. So boom, um, represent. I love that. It. <laughs> that. Take that Germany. Yeah. What about that <laughs> Norway? Oh. How's it going, France? What the hell? Oh, you sp- you know Uruguay. Oh. <laughs> uh, everyone was so nice, though. It's it's. It's super dope to have competitions even like still happening to create some normalcy for us, like um, still get to be creative, you know? Totally. And like you were mentioning, it's it's a to get to get creative, uh, maybe something that we took for granted pre-COVID, because now if you're, you know, if you're lucky enough to still have a job, a lot of the time is, you so know, true. it's more like the bottom line. You're just trying to make profit with whatever little means you have uh, in COVID times and the little capacity. Mm-hmm. So there's not a lot of space for, for creativity and like people are really focused on their poor costs. And if you're one of the very few bartenders that are, are still working in a bar that you're doing really creative things, it's, it's, it's really lucky, but not all of us have that, mm-hmm. that luxury, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I've mainly been just doing it on the side like I work at uh, Nixon West Hollywood but I'm only there like two shifts a week mm-hmm. um, and it's mainly just like service well uh, I really miss like interacting with people right so, yeah um, it's nice to be serving on the on the floor at Hippo because then I get to talk about all the food and the drinks it's a little more like uh, personal, personal. Um, even though I'm not making the the cocktails, cocktails uh, right but hopefully soon um, things things will. Yeah, I mean, even Hippo <laughs> has a really great uh, cocktail program. They do. Oh my gosh! Cool yeah, Claire and Max like they both they... rock it so hard, and and they like are always doing new cocktails. Like every single week, we have something new and a special. And I like keeping people on their on their toes, and the drinks all bang. So that's awesome. So yeah. fun. Awesome. Yeah. Um, what drew you to deciding to do this liquor forty three competition? Like, what was it about this one that, like, really, like, you sunk your teeth into? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I honestly really love Liqueur 43. Like, I've always, like I've said in a bunch of their... like my videos that I've had to to put out, uh, I've always used them in my espresso martinis. I just, I I love it. It's like my my go-to for for that. So I'm like, this is exactly up my alley. I love espresso martinis because I usually worked brunch shifts. And like, at first you think that you would hate a brunch shift, but they're so wild and crazy and fun. Uh, except when you get like a lineup of five espresso martinis, then you're like, dang. Um, but you start to learn to love them. Uh, and that's definitely where I'm like, I need to enter this one because it's already something that I love to do and people like my espresso martinis. So uh, it, I just had to enter. <laughs> yeah, no, I, lo- I actually love working brunch. I think brunches are my favorite because they're you can make really good money. It's really usually really exactly. busy, and then you're off by six, and then you get to have a night. I've been I, a brunch exactly. Bitch. A brunch bitch no, all so day. Fun. Yeah, brunch bitch all day, baby. <laughs> um, and then you go out and party with your coworkers after your shift, yeah. like, and it's like three o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> and you're just like, I have the whole day. <laughs> exactly, and, and you know, and when you go work brunch, is never really that early i think the earliest shift to open a brunch has been oh, at like 9 a.m to open at yeah. 10 the earliest exactly. but it's usually like 11 to open at noon like it's really not that bad it's yeah i 
I don't know why it's it's just like a dreaded thing for a lot of people, but I've signed up for that. I'm like, yes, me. Like, brunch, please. Let's go. <laughs> All right, Rose. You know what? I'm starting to see that my my calling panel over here, this like um, wooded panel that has like a lots of lights on it. The, the lights are starting <laughs> to light up. Um, many the different. Panel looks like a baby pipple on your lap. <laughs> yeah, it's like woof woof woof. Aww. The new podcast dog is Egg for those He's listening. So cute. <laughs> yeah, so we have a new podcast dog. So if you start if you start hearing us talk about dog farts again, it's because there's a new podcast dog, and, and she uh, smells like egg, and she smells like an egg. <laughs> uh she'll she'll be around for all your eggnog needs and uh and so but oh, oh my god like yeah these lights are totally lighting up they're beautiful colors they come in the, these lights i've installed they are like blue fluorescent pink yellow right, yeah. uh there's there's pixie dust and uh unicorn color so uh the <laughs> so i need to attend to this board over here and uh make sure we don't lose any callers but before before i do grab this first caller um uh, why, why, let's let's uh, let listeners know, like, what the heck was your winning cocktail? Jesus, we I, I think everyone's been sitting at the end, edge of their seat here. <laughs> oh well, my my cocktail is called Deja Brew, uh, and essentially, it's just I felt like it was a play on the the type of espresso that I used, and just constantly making espresso martinis at brunch. So, just got a snap out of the Deja Vu, and you make the Deja Brew, and that will that will cure that for you. <laughs> Um, but it has raspberries in it. Sorry, I didn't even <laughs> describe the drink. <laughs> it has raspberries, it has chocolate bitters, it has, of course, liqueur 43 with the citrus and the vanilla notes, espresso, and then I used a blended scotch to, like, give it that saltiness and round it all out. Um, and I really, I, it was the first time using scotch for some reason. I don't know why I've never done it. Um, but scotch definitely is the answer for uh, for an espresso martini now. Yeah. I mean, I, I try the cocktail. It's freaking delicious and the, oh. the coolest thing about the cocktail is like it's, it can be easily, easily replicated anywhere else like you can basically go into any bar and be able to make that cocktail that was the whole it was actually hard to not be like too creative because you always want to like do something really different mm -hmm. and then sometimes you're like maybe i need to just stick to something that people can actually drink and make right. at home so that because during this time i can't really make it for so many people yeah um it's fun to to teach other people how to to do, to make a good drink at home, right? Totally. So uh, that was definitely an intention behind that too. That's awesome. All right. Oh my gosh. Okay, hold on. I, I'm gonna let in a caller because these phone lines are going nutso. Yeah. Ah, okay. Here we go. Let me plug it in. <laughs> click click. Uh. <laughs> what's up? What's up, ladies? It's Inga. Hey. <laughs> oh wait. Oh my gosh, Inga. This is like deja vu. I feel like we did this episode about uh, winning a competition of Liquor 43 maybe around a year ago like this. I think I so. Hi. Hi. Oh, my gosh. This is awesome. Hi. Inga, so I didn't get deja brew <laughs> dude this is awesome I'm so i'm so excited that you called in i i didn't expect to see you or hear you i'm sorry we're in we're in the virtual world <laughs> i know we're not I in the say. real world i see you in my mind that, yeah, that counts <laughs> that counts that's true at least you can hear these this uh nails on chalkboard voice we're good <laughs> So Inga, what's up? I'm so glad you called in. Uh, uh, you have a question for uh, I uh, do. Rose here? 
I do. Well, congratulations again for winning Global oh, Zambros. Thank you. So proud. We have um, a West Coast LA female bartender that took it. Yes. yes. Oh. And it's so great to, to meet you in this virtual world here uh, because of winning last year and also like accidentally having the same cocktail name this year. No kidding. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a good name though. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. I wait, like, wait, oh. wait. Hold on a second. What, what, so hold on. There was two, both of the winning cocktail names had the same same name. Is that true? No, I submitted, so I um, I uh, entered the Barista and Bartenders Challenge along with Anna Rose this year, and I also named my cocktail Deja Brew. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Did you did you see like a pamphlet or like a um, a billboard on Sunset <laughs> that said like, uh, two, two cocktail competition that says uh, Deja, Deja, Brew, Deja and, Brew? You know what I yeah, think what it is? And it's you're like, wait a second. <laughs> Um, it's just a good name. <laughs> yeah, I think great minds think alike. And we both both came up, you know, with with that name. And, you know, she's 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 a great mixologist. She is a great oh, mind for cocktails. You are. So, you know, you are as well. <laughs> kind of it was kind of fun to see that, you know, I wasn't the only one that was able to think of that name and that somebody else was kind of inspired by that name as well. So where do you guys think you both like? Like what, what influenced both of you to name that cocktail the same, that Deja Brew is what I'm guessing I'm trying to say. <laughs> the espresso that I used was called uh, Bitches Brew by Groundwork. So I was like brew. And then I was just like throwing that, that word around. And then um, I, I don't know. I feel like I just usually kind of think of puns and write a bunch of words out and see what, what is the best. And when that one came up, I'm like, okay, this is the best one. Oh, and nice. I had no idea that Inga had posted yeah had posted that one too and I was like oh crap after I submitted I was like there's no way that I'm gonna win now because it looks like I like copied it the <laughs> someone's name <laughs> it's like in the winner's name like of last year <laughs> I'm like, what about oh, you Inga how did you how did you come up with the name so the reason why I named mine Deja Brew was because like Deja Vu how you feels like something's repeated I try to repeat mm -hmm. every element in the cocktail so it was more oh, cocktail okay. based of doing the Deja Brew because the coffee was replicated in the bitters and the actual coffee itself, you know, so just I kind see. of having that, that multiplication of certain elements in it is why I came up with Deja Brew. Oh, I love them both. Yeah. That's freaking awesome. I feel like this is a very good example of like going into the mind of a bartender and a mixologist is about like seeing what the influences and what comes out of the influences of like where it, it starts and where it goes and it could be a name that influences it or it could be a product that influences it and then it all ties together you know sweet little package <laughs> <laughs> yeah because both names are the same but yeah both origins are very different very. So that's kind of cool yeah yeah so I yeah, agree. it's freaking oh, awesome. Like it. So what I want to know is what does Anna Rose like to drink? Ooh, oh what goodness. is your go-to or all-time favorite cocktail to have when you're not working? Like your all-time favorite to enjoy? Oh my goodness. I feel like I always have to switch it up, but one drink that I do 
always call for that I have to have. I'm like a snackery DTO kind of girl. So I love a Hotel National. Like yes. a good daiquiri is like my way to go. I love rum um, and uh, it's just refreshing. I can't have too many of them, but it is one that I like to order at different bars to see how they change it up because it is a drink that you could do different rum blends. And I like to see the creativity of the of bartenders on an easy cocktail that they probably all know and see how they do it because it's, it is one of my favorites and I love daiquiris. I should send you a bottle of Papa's Pilar then. Ayo. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> I do love me a hotel national. Oh, so good. I like I that. Them. They're delicious. Brilliant. Oh my gosh, Inka! Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, thanks for having me, you guys. Do you want to let anyone know what you got going while we got you here? Uh, sure. Look out for beginning of December. There's a company called uh, Drink Smith that's actually based out of LA, where you guys are that they create uh, cocktails to go, like pre-made cocktails to go. And I recently did a collaboration with them. So I have a maple apple toddy coming out at the beginning of December mm. through them that you can order and have delivered to your house. Oh my goodness, Yum. that sounds so good. I need it. Oh, that, and that company is so great. I've tried that stuff. Yeah, they're oh, really great. I can't wait to try it. Yeah. Bravo, yeah. good work guys, good yay, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to try it either. I'm, I'm excited about that one. So uh, we're going to get our hands on on one of those. What's the name? What's the name of it again? Oh, the cocktail is uh, going to be a maple apple toddy. Maple apple toddy. Uh, you can actually have it chilled, just in time. Sh- chilled straight out of the bottle. Or if you actually want a hot toddy, you can shake it up, pour it into a hot cup and heat it in the microwave for 30 seconds and actually enjoy an actual hot toddy. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I Brilliant. Like it and well, I also am going to some- be attending... Um, the the uh, eggnog class for cocktails with cocktails. I bought my ticket, so you'll be seeing hey. me December fifth. Wow! Yeah, hey, I like the extra <laughs> plug here. I'll love. I'll no. take it, man. Yeah, we'll so be making some so eggnog good. with Get real eggs and a dog. Get your tickets <laughs> and a dog named Egg. <laughs> yeah, the dog Egg. Yeah, I'm gonna dress her up like a little Christmas eggnog. Oh, so right. everyone has yes. gotta join us. Oh my gosh, we're being so cute. <laughs> awesome yeah so yeah go out and get that cocktail uh and then also check out cocktails by ings on instagram and she's always up to all good so all good i try uh, absolutely i appreciate you busy okay all right cheers inga thank you so much oh gosh the caller there's callers calling (laughs) oh okay Caller's gonna call, Shauna. Caller's gonna call. Caller's just gonna call. We can't do nothing about. Oh, there it is. Hello, this is Nord from Portland, and I was wondering um, if you were to consume a beer, um, what it, would you prefer? Would you prefer it in a can or in a bottle, or would you prefer draft? And please explain why. Thank you. Have a great day. Oh, that's a very polite uh, question. That was so nice. (laughs) Thank you, nice friend. Uh, Rose, you want to go first on this one? Well, yeah. Um, I mean, with beer, I I like it. It really depends on the beer, too. But generally, I would like draft just because of, like, it's like a texture thing. I feel like it's always yeah. kind of a little creamy and um, on your palate. So I, I usually like that. But 
for some reason. I also really like a can, like the metallic taste that it had is really great for me, at least. Um, glass, I tend to stay away from because I feel like it's like hit or miss with if it was like in the sunlight. So like sometimes yeah. it's kind of a little more funky than the brand had intended. Um, so I, I don't usually get beer in a glass. Oh, I don't drink beer. But when I do, I actually I'm I'm with you. I prefer draft beer because of texture, but I do have a affair with canned beer because it's Mm -hmm. always when I'm doing something really like party hardy, like I'm either shotgunning, camping, or at exactly (laughs) tailgating somewhere, or definitely have an open container in a place where I shouldn't have an open container. So it's like if I'm drinking beer out of can, it's because I'm fucking going for it you know you drinking you be I drinking i be drinking <laughs> and it's usually really terrible beer too so as we do you, Shana? uh okay i'm falling in similar lines here but i'm, I'm putting can first for myself i like a canned beer uh, unless i'm at a distillery like i'm then I'm, drinking, then I'm gonna be drinking booze <laughs> 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 drinking spirits <laughs> no uh if i'm at a brewery then i'll probably go draft uh because i like a nice like pint of like a, a a draft beer but if uh yeah but my own house always cans always cans never bottles no glass no how glass never goes good anywhere near me <laughs> so yeah <laughs> yeah and then like i also grew up on the beach so glass is like a big no-no like no glass at, by the pool no glass in the sand no glass uh, uh, uh. and i hate it when people like break glass because you cut your feet so yeah cans i'm all cans sure yeah 100%. Totally. good freaking question nord like thank you and you're so polite uh oh here's another question hi we love you all right, this is Dan from Dallas-Fort Worth, and I was wondering what the best cheap white wine is to get drunk on and also cook with. Uh, really love your show, me and my buddy. Oh, here. my God, we love it so much. And uh, uh, we just really appreciate you taking our call. We'll take our answer off air. Thank you. <laughs> che- <laughs> cheap white wine, drink, and cook. Oh, that's a good man. question. I That's mean, a hard, a hard question. Yeah, I feel like you can get a pretty cheap Chablis, right? Yeah, that like, that's actually a great idea. Yeah, like a pretty um, like cheap drinkable Chablis that you can drink and cook with. And mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, they're not paying us, I think, but I feel like Trader Joe's usually has a fantastic cheap like white wine section. Right? That's that's yeah. very true. Yeah, they do. Uh, I just feel like I'm so spoiled because working at a, also an Italian restaurant. We have Ooh. so many wines that I'm just like always buying them there. Um, but yeah, cheap, cheap white wine. I mean, I would just go with whatever's on sale. That's not like the brand you see at 7-Eleven. Like- oh, <laughs> my, my answer is Gruner. Gruner Velliner. Can't, can't go wrong. A good one. Dude, but straight up. Like, le- no, because they come in liter bottles. Oh. And so, yeah. So even if you use a, even if you use a cup. Of That's that a liter, smart thought. yeah. If even if you use a cup of that liter bottle, you still got at least seven fifty of like a regular wine bottle left for yourself or your friends, uh, yeah. depending on Gruner. your own consumerism. Uh, but yeah, Gruner. And it's a dry Gruner. white wine too, for the most yeah, part. So that's good for cooking. It was not going to be like overbearing with whatever you're making. I mean, depends on what you're making. 
you know, you're going to do a nice linguine with a little clams. I don't know. Like maybe you want to do, but then if you're going to go red wine, they also have a liter. I just suggest liter bottle wherever you can find a liter form. No matter what, when in doubt, get the liter. That's the real deal. The real deal right there. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think Austrian wine does liter bottles more commonly. So if you can find like an Austrian wine in a liter bottle, I'd say you're going to be golden because you get your nice wine to sip on and the nice wine to cook on. So get- I say me move to Austria if everything comes Here in a go. liter. That's and I say, tight. what time is dinner, caller? Because sounds like you're going to be cooking us some good damn linguine. Yes, we're coming over. <laughs> oh, wait. Before we yeah, before we go to dinner, we have some more callers. Hi, this question is for Anna Rose. I was wondering, what was your thought process before creating Deja Brew? And did you have any other drinks in mind? And also... Would you ever considering substituting other kinds of coffee for the espresso? Thanks for letting me know. Good That's question. That's really great. That great, is great. Yeah, three parter. Um, that, that was yeah a lot of questions there in one go. I love the the last one talking about different coffee because not everyone has an espresso machine at home, and if you're not trying to go and buy it from like Starbucks or whatnot, um, I yeah you could totally make it with other types of coffee, but I wouldn't do the same measurements of my cocktail. And uh, like if you were just using coffee, I would probably make it a hot drink and just like steep the raspberries in it and still add the liqueur 43 and the chocolate bitters and a little scotch. And that would be delicious as a as a warm drink. But as for like shaken like mine, I would try to always have like the fresh espresso because you just won't get that like the the creaminess on top with without that. But you can totally use those flavors and using anything, any types of coffee or doing like a coffee tincture with everything already in it. And you can just add it to your coffee coffee um yeah that was that was a good question and the other one I I feel like I always have so many ideas written down in my like note section on my phone every time I think of something I just write it down there's so many that I haven't like even R&D'd yet so there's always other ideas but sometimes you go with the few that you think are the strongest um and you just workshop those so I chose um the scotch and the raspberries and the chocolate notes to go with the liqueur 43 and just really workshop those ingredients versus the other ideas I had because I was pretty confident that I liked what this was going to be. Good, good, good. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So I think that's a great answer. It's like having a notebook handy and just writing yeah. those ideas down and then be like water and go to the <laughs> the, the least resistance so be path. Be oh. like water. Like like co- bake cocktails like as your water and go to the least resistance path to path of resistance. Success. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I like, I mean, the, the coffee, the, I mean, also it's good to note that like espresso tends to be a little bit like uh, more bitter than, for example, cold brew, which is usually like a little bit smoother. So the bitterness balances out the sweetness of liquor 43, right? So if you're not using espresso, maybe like you can also dial it back in the sweetness or whatever. I mean, I don't know. Exactly. No, that that's yeah. exactly what I would do. Just kind of play with the same ingredients, but do different measurements and play around until you find that balance that you like in You'll your like, coffee yeah. drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Ring, ring. Hey there. I was wondering, of the drinks you have created, which one do you enjoy most? And also, um, what are some features that make your favorite bar your favorite bar thank you Ooh, like great question. questions who wants to take it adele you take this one first 
what drink? What was the first one? What's the my I'm just like, <laughs> uh, I forgot that I was like, oh my god, what's the first one? <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, what was my first what? favorite drink that I've made? That Your I favorite drink that, that you've ever created? Yeah. Um, probably. That's a good question. I made a. Oh. Wait, it's like it's like a. I, I don't know. I guess it depends on the spirit. Uh, but I made like a like a bourbon cachaça um cocktail that I really liked, and and I just I just love cachaça and agricole rum, and I just like to add rum to other spirits and cocktails. And this cocktail had uh, it was a bourbon cachaça, uh, citrus, and maybe like oh yeah, passion fruit. You know I fucking love passion fruit. Yeah, passion fruit, and then I did like a hibiscus. Name. Yeah, totally <laughs> passion fruit. Uh, Adult and, uh, passion fruit, <laughs> and there was a uh, absinthe. So I love tropical flavors. I love absinthe, and I love to incorporate a little bit of like high proof rum to whatever the base spirit. So there was just, like a high proof um, cachaca with some bourbon. It was really good. I want it. Thinking how much what the specs were, but it was really good. I remember thinking like, damn, dude. Was that cocktail name? Pour that in my mouth. <laughs> it was named but put it in your mouth and drink it yeah and, you're gonna uh, and like as far it. as I, what i like about ba- honestly a friendly bartender dude like that's the one thing i look for you can be making the best cocktails in the city and the state in the country but if you're a dickhead i'm not gonna come back and sit at your bar top you can be the worst bartender alive but if you're really if you make me have a good time without you know just make me feel special in some way. Like I'm coming back. Totally. Her. I feel that answer right there. Yep. I think we can all agree on that one. Mm-hmm. Totally. Like the vibe that's created at the bar is just as important as the cocktails that they're making um, or you're making. And it's totally, totally important to, to have someone who's just like, seems like they're passionate about making your drinks for you. Totally. Uh, I love that. Um, and it's fun to chat back and forth. I like a, I like a chatty bartender, but I think I'm also a chatty bartender. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I, I can overdo it on the chat. Some of my coworkers have been like, Sean, get your elbows off the bar. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I also like Too a bartender busy. with sass. Like I like yeah, a little I, bit yes. like sass. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I love this. But you guys should see my, my tip percentages and then I don't think anyone would complain. <laughs> Exactly, especially when you're you're pulling it with them too. Like, okay, you could chat a little longer. <laughs> yeah, but that's how you like divide up. You divide it up. You're like, you're really fast, but I'm kind of cranky. You're on well. Yeah, yeah. everyone's a slow bartender, role. but great with jokes. You talk to people, and yeah. then the person was kind of in between. Just and then you put support. your hands in the middle and go, "Go team! That's- let's let's make some money." <laughs> Dream team. Shots. Rose, what, what was is- uh, what was your favorite drink that you've created? Ooh. Uh, that I've created I feel like it's so it's so hard to say which one I like it's all based on like a mood that I'm in and what I'm feeling and that drink that I create in that moment was for that mood so I feel like uh that would like in the moment that would be my favorite drink but usually like I said earlier DTO moments the daiquiri timeouts uh that I just Sometimes when you you take one, you're like, oh, that one was specifically good. And I will write it down and be like, that that could be its own thing versus just everything poured in there, shaken up, yeah. and you don't really know what you did. One of the ingredients I love to use in, in everything is like apricot liqueur because of that Hotel Nationale cocktail. 
um, apricot liqueur, also liqueur 43 is like good to have around, especially at home, because like, if I don't want to whip up some like simple syrup, I just use that in my drink and it kind of, it adds more complexity and I am lazy and don't have to make simple syrup. And, and it, it keeps the, the ABV the up. Yeah. And it keeps the yeah. ABV oh, up. Oh yeah. Too. I like That's a good strong drink. Yeah. We're bartenders exactly. here. Oh, <laughs> uh, exactly. Awesome. Awesome. What are you, Shauna? Oh, my my favorite cocktail I've ever made of of course was rum ham. Like pfft. Oh, I, I love about rum, the ham. rum ham. Yeah. <laughs> rum ham. Yeah. Oh, mainly cuz it just cracks me up and like you know, if I can't laugh then what is this uh apérol? Oh, it's a uh, egg, egg white apérol, lemon juice, simple syrup, uh la la la, la rum and yeah. candied bacon and Oh, garnish dang. like a ham, like a ham, like a with, a with the pineapple with the ham and the candy bacon. It's just that's I was so just inf- cool. Yeah, I was just influenced I by always, always sunny in Philadelphia from the episode, and I just like sometimes like just obsess over certain things, and then I have to just turn it into like whatever it is that I'm obsessing on. Like basically, how that cocktail started was I was behind the bar after seeing that episode of always sunny in Philadelphia. Danny DeVito, if you're listening, I love you and I need to meet you. <laughs> and uh, so just say, I need to meet you and come to my bar or like whatever. Just call me, call me. Uh, and, uh, and so I was like, literally like after an episode behind the bar and I worked at the fine dining restaurant and I would just be like walking and I just scream rum ham like for like weeks I was just screaming rum ham because I just loved it so much and my coworkers were like yeah rum ham and my coworkers (laughs) would just be like why why are you still doing this why are you still I'm like I don't know I can't get it out of my head I just love it so much and so I was like, okay, I have to make a cocktail out of it. I, I think that's kind of what ended the <laughs> tangent. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that that cocktail's dear, near and dear to my heart. And so I, I love that story behind it too. Like yeah. that's what really makes it. Like you knew exactly what your favorite cocktail you ever made was. Yeah, I <laughs> and love you that. knew it before you even made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just like I know what's in this cocktail. It's gonna look like a. It's gonna look like a ham with a pineapple <laughs> and a cherry on it. Uh, <laughs> I fucking love that. I love savory drinks as well. They're yeah. so fun, and to get them to taste good, it's always a challenge. But it is a challenge. And, yeah, and it's also like it really pays off. <laughs> No, totally. And it's also like an acquired taste if some because most people are not expecting a um a savory drink. So you really have to like make it savory but approachable for the people who are not used to it. So it's like a exactly. slippery slope. But I sometimes you gotta it. trick them with a good name and a good story too. Exactly. Cause then they're just or just an interesting savory ingredient. And I feel like just for fun, people will will order it just because they want to be like, that's weird and different. I need to try that. Exactly. And then if you could back it up and like, you know, then it's something they can tell their friends. Actually make it palatable. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, it's like one time I made a cocktail called uh, Lake Trout (laughs) and there was, there was tomato water in it. (laughs) It's weird. Um, It was tasting good though. Oh, wait, there's a caller. Hello. My name is Manny Molina. I'm calling for Anna Rose. Um, I just had a question on what else does she think that pairs well with liquor 43 other than coffee? Um, that was just my question. Thank you. Great question. Great question. Good question. Yeah, they well, well, we'll do a little backstory though. Uh, liquor 43 for anyone who's not, who doesn't know, uh, they're like 
their cocktails that Katahio, right? Uh, so Katahio is basically um, equal parts espresso and um, liquor 43. Well, actually, like the term Katahio comes from like uh, just adding liquor to your coffee. It's like from when it first started. Then liquor 43 is like basically the spirit or the liquor of choice to do that. You can do it when it's hot. You, it's basically adding Liquor 43 to your coffee. The mo- the best way to have it is to do equal parts espresso and liquor 43 and shake it and then put it over ice with an orange twist. It's literally why we all have a bottle of liquor 43 in our homes. It's it's like move over oh, anything so else. So you put in your <laughs> move over Bailey's. Like literally, oh, like there's nothing like it. Adele, what I say sure. earlier, I I I come shotted my load. <laughs> You say you were pre-coming all over it. Oh, phone. I, I, yeah, that just I just pre-cummed all over that. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. Anyway, so my day's going cool, too. <laughs> I was like, oh, right, right. Damn it. Okay. Sorry, uh, Mom. But, but that being said, uh, like 43, uh, if you buy a bottle, it's like little goes a long way. So like what other ways to use liquor 43, right? You want to get creative with many ways to use it. Um, I love it in a uh, Añejo Manhattan. Like if you do oh, yeah. Añejo tequila, liquor 43, and a little bit of super vermouth with orange and Angostura bitters stirred, it's mm. my favorite way of drinking 40, liquor 43. It's so good. That sounds you guys? delicious. Like I need to make that immediately and drink one right now. It's so good. I love it. What about you? Yeah, Rose, Rose what you got? Um, well, the, I, there's just so many different ways to use it. And I feel like I'm like overkilling the daiquiri thing to on this talk, but like also throw it in there. If you like anything, you don't, you just want to add some like complexity, vanilla citrus notes, like go ahead and put it in. It works for stirred, works for shaken. And yeah, I love, I love my, my Katahio shaken as well. I know some people like layer it as like, there's so many different ways to make right. it. Right. Yeah. I've seen um, that. But yeah, I'm definitely a shaken girl myself too. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna daiquiri. Sounds good. I didn't think about yes. that. Yes. Put it in there. Yeah. Oh, I'll put it in there. <laughs> I'll, put that, I'll put that right in my mouth. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> what about we you, Shauna? We're dirty birds. Dirty birds. Um, <laughs> okay. So, like, when I think of Liquor 43, like, I actually was introduced to that product before I even knew about a Adele. Take it. That ajillo. Thank you. Uh, Cardo. Cardo. Um, uh, and so like whenever I'm introduced to a new liqueur, I think about like b- the base flavor profile. And so uh, I don't know if this helps the listener or not, or if this even like is a part of the question or not, but like my base, like thought process on liquor 43 is vanilla is my base, like flavor profile. So anything I want to like mix with like things with vanilla, that's where I kind of like lay that thing into. And so it's like, okay, if I'm going to put, something with a caramel flavor, anything like a baking flavor, then I can substitute out that flavor from a syrup to a liqueur, which bumps up your ABV into a situation where it's delicious and a little bumped up ABV, even with the water dilution. And it's still going to be incredible with more, with more nuances because liquor 43 has many, many, many more nuances. Yeah. Herbs and citrus. So Um, it's also great with uh, brown spirits. So like reposado tequilas Mm -hmm. and you have tequilas, whiskey, uh, uh, brandy, rum. Rum. It it goes goes with everything. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like just think think of it as like a replacement 
Like, yeah, any brown spirits that are already categorizing themselves with, like, the, the barrel aging of, like, yeah. vanilla characteristics baking spices, and baking spices, caramel. like, you yeah. ain't gonna go wrong. Dude, I'd even do, like, think, like, uh, vanilla soda. You could even do a Collins with it. Like, uh, oh, exactly. You know what I mean? Dude. Oh, my God, that phone's ringing! Hi, Anna Rose. I just wanted to ask you, why does LaCour 43 pair so well with everything? That's a hilarious... Uh, what a coincidence! We kind of... <laughs> we, we got it. Can <laughs> I just explain the whole thing? <laughs> um, it's... Yeah, it's just simple. Easy. Yeah, I think it, it's a base It's a base flavor that really pairs Compliment. naturally. Naturally and... Comp- yeah, really. compliments. Great word. To the basic alchemy of base spirits. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. For sure. Was that super nerdy of me? I said alchemy. <laughs> hey, mixology. I can, I can do it. I can do this. It's kind of crazy that like during COVID, these COVID times, everyone is getting really sciencey up in their kitchens, bartending. Like it's it's so it's so different than making drinks fresh for people doing to go cocktails. And I love all of the new creativity people have really like pushed like the bar community during this. Yeah. Um that and we also have like a lot more time to spend, you know, at home true. creative and maybe not being so <laughs> tired or jaded from having like a really long weekend where you got a crush at the well. We don't, we didn't, we haven't had that in such a long time that like oh, exactly. being at home creating, it feels good. And also as far as like to go cocktails, like you have to get creative to make them taste good when they get home because, mm-hmm. you know, citrus or whatever, like it's, it's so many facts it's not as easy as a to-go cocktail. There's so many factors that go into that. Ring, ring, ring. What are your three must-have ingredients for making cocktails at home? Oh, three. Three. You get choice of three, guys. Oh, only three. Well, I I think you need all of the spirits first. Sugar? No, no. Basically, it's sugar, citrus, and spirit. Does that count? Well, I, I I would say mezcal. Bitters. Oh, like I, bitters can be like an extra <laughs> ingredient. I feel like bitters can be an extra ingredient that you already have. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Bitters okay, is okay, a, so no. Bitters medicine. is a state of mind. It doesn't count as <laughs> an ingredient. <laughs> they really change some things in your at home game. Like, and they're so they they last forever too. So definitely good ingredient to have. Um, so many three. Oh, that's so hard. Um. I mean, having a citrus tree in general, like I have a Meyer lemon and a lemon tree and that like helps so much because I can just be like, oh, I'm going to make going to make something with I'm just going to make up a cocktail of things I have in my fridge. And then you need to have a citrus element. So just go out and pick some lemons. All right. Uh, citrus tree. We all agree. hundred <laughs> percent. Get yourself a citrus um, tree. Also just a sweetening, like something that can sweeten without having to make the simple, like even like liqueur 43 we've been talking about. It's always a good one to have at your okay, home bar. Okay, a maple, um, a maple tree that we can tap into the maple, maple tree. tree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a plant. Just a bunch of trees. Of. Yeah. <laughs> so we need a maple tree that we can tap a in. So a, a consistent, like uh, beehive flow of, of syrup. Yes. Yeah, beehive, beehive is a great idea. Beehive. Citrus oh tree. And then, oh, I love my fig tree. Well, too. Ago- well agave, because well. agave is agave is the the Plant. nectar of the gods. So tequila, tequila or mezcal. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, I actually really enjoy neat spirits. So I would do one bottle of rum, one bottle of mezcal, mm-hmm. and a bottle of gin. Those are my three ingredients. Yeah, 
I always have to have mezcal and I love Amaro's and bitter. So I would say I always have a bottle of Amaro on my, my shelf too. I need that. Amaro, a liqueur and mezcal. I would narrow it down to those. I'm going to narrow it down to a margarita fountain a whiskey fountain and a, uh, and a Paloma bucket and a muck a Paloma bucket, baby. And then a bottle of like 43 in my pot there you pocket go. that refills itself by magic, by magic, uh, elf. magic ingredient. Dude, full it disclosure. Is. When we went to the woman, we went to go see you. Cause, uh, so Anna Rose is a competition when she went, she was winning, they streamed it in Madrid time. Right. Cause that's where the competition usually takes place. So we went and saw her win. And they had a bunch of little like for three minis. I probably mm-hmm. took more than I should have. I was like, I totally yeah. forgot to grab them. <laughs> they were so cute. I I've never seen the the little. I love when the bottles look exactly the same, but they're miniature. Yeah. Like, Are they great? There's just something about that that makes it so much cuter than Dude. than it big, even though you want more. <laughs> and nobody was taking them. I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna take them. And I took. I love so that you many. did. I'm happy that like, you got ah. them. <laughs> I'm happy you you got them all. I was walking out of the hotel them. like jingling, like it's like in your bra. <laughs> like, 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 they're like dropping out of your panties, like. <laughs> <laughs> It was so like, I gotta good. go, I gotta go. <laughs> oh my god, there's a phone call. This question is for Anna Rose, winner of the Liqueur 43 Bartenders and Baristas Challenge. Oh. My question is, what inspires your cocktail? This is Jimmy Collins out of Dallas, Texas. Thanks, bye. Oh, lots of Jimmy. Texas fans tonight. <laughs> Wait, are you from Texas? You're not from Texas. I'm No, I'm not. I'm from Florida. Um, oh. But I've been out. I've been out here for six years now. Oh, okay. This month, so you're basically a local, bro. I love it. I love it here. LA is definitely home. Yeah, I love um, it. But too. Texas callers, here we go. Um, well, the the inspiration um, on it, I feel like I was just looking to bring up the citrus notes in the Liqueur 43, since obviously the the cocktail had to focus on the that brand as well as coffee, a coffee element. Um, and having an espresso martini was like, hands down, it had to be because it's one of the drinks I just love to make. Um, and then just trying to think of how to bring out the, the citrus notes. And I was like, raspberries are easy to find and they, they are so bright in flavor and it just, it came really fast to me. And then just putting a little chocolate, uh, it, I don't know. I just wanted to drink it. I guess that's the inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> if, yeah, if you like it, that's a huge inspiration. Oh Especially as a bartender, I drink you know? so many. Yeah. My roommates would be like, you're going to make a drink this early? And would be like, do you want one? And they're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're making it, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I had it. They were serving at the, at the streaming. I probably had like six. I was a little toasty after. Oh, there's a caller. Uh, yeah, why do you think Liquor 43 has gained so much popularity in the last few years? Thank you. Whoa, crazy good question. Dude, because they have awesome brand ambassadors and yeah. fucking put in the legwork, and they're incredible people that support the they industry. They really do. They, they are all hard, so dope. Yeah, uh, they they really know how to do it. And there's there's quite a few of them, and they're, uh, I love whenever they visit the bar. It's always a fun time. Yes, yeah. they're amazing. They work really hard. They're very knowledgeable. And they... And, they are all from a bartending background. So they're very exactly. connected to us, which makes a huge difference. So companies out there, word to the wise, hire brand ambassadors that have bartended before because those are the ones that are actually going to support your mm-hmm. bartenders and get you your product to move. Yeah, that's yeah they, have a, they have an incredible 
incredible like ground marketing team. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Like they're awesome. And, and it's not, it's not, it's not money. It, it's definitely, I don't no. think it's money. It's, it's connection. Yeah. They connect. With oh us. yeah. They're, they definitely connect. And I will, I consider them my friends now. Yeah, like, they're my pals. They're, they're just dope people. Yeah. Um, and then also and just I, I would do anything for them too. You know? Oh, exactly. Right. And I love talking about, like, I'm not lying when I say I love liqueur 43. Like I love it. I was using it. And that's kind of how I met all of them because they're like, Oh, you, you, you know how to make this or you, you added it in your espresso martini. And then it was just like friends from there at Manuela, but also just like being close to Mexico too. I feel like the popularity of the Carajillo cocktail, uh, it, it's definitely being called for so much more often. Yeah. Uh, and I noticed that in my brunch shifts, like people actually call for it. That's awesome. uh, a lot of times with mezcal in it too, uh, which I like to add and love adding mezcal in it. Um, but I think that's probably also why liquor 43 is growing too, because that drink, uh, itself is just growing, uh, as a classic. Yeah. Um, I didn't think about the proximity of Mexico, you know, fun fact, there's actually more liquor 43 consumed in Mexico than tequila. Crazy. That is insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got to make a trip. That, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It, 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 like, I definitely own um, on their level as well. <laughs> I drink a lot of it at yeah. home. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. It's a great question though. Like what, what, that what was. makes the, the push of the brand and like, but really it's, people's love for it is great. Too. Yeah. And, and, and it's a good product. And if yeah. it was a good product, it would, there's only so much you can do with advertising, but. Oh crap. Here we go. Hi, Anna Rose. This is Dolores Cantrell. I hear you make the best espresso martini. So I wanted to call and ask, what are your specs for the perfect espresso martini? Damn. Are you gonna give up your are you gonna give up oh, your secrets? What's <laughs> your secrets? Oh my goodness. Also, oh. that was so nice. Uh, I don't know where, where they heard that from, but that was a really nice compliment saying saying that because I do love making them. Um so that was really sweet. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Um but yeah, no, specs. I feel like I kind of always switch it up because I like trying different Amaros and stuff in it too. But um, if I was like really busy and I was going for like just the go-to um, simple, I would do just, I like a strong one. So I have to have two ounces of a spirit in it. I'm not the one and a half for. Yeah. Person. Come on now. Come on. Two <laughs> um, I'm going to do that full two ounces. Don't rip yourselves um, off people. And now I, I always. like, <laughs> I love convincing people to not do vodka as well. But if it's already on the ticket, then. That, and then that's it. But if I was talking to someone, I would convince like scotch or mezcal, but definitely two ounces of that spirit. Um, and then I would do um, a half to three quarters of liqueur 43, mainly kind of a half and then put a little, a little simple, like maybe a quarter of simple um, in there just to help get it a little sweet. And then uh, just fresh espresso is really, really the key. And you can't, can't go wrong with it I don't like putting any cream in mine I just like keeping it simple uh and that's kind of like same with like a margarita I'm a Tommy's margarita person like um I it it's just the most it's the easiest way to make it and it just tastes the best in my opinion because it's it doesn't have too much going on so just sticking to the basics like that two ounce that three quarter of sweet and then the espresso and just keep it at that 
Oh, oh and yeah. shaking it, shaking it. Like you shake it so long and hard, like until your arm hurts. I feel like that's the key to them. You have to put that extra love into them so that they reach the very top of the glass. Like you want it pillowing out of that glass. If it doesn't, it's just not as satisfying. It needs right. to that needs froth. to reach the top. <laughs> exactly. Well, okay, so here's a curve up for you. Uh, what if you don't have espresso at your bar? You only do cold brew, you only do coffee. What do you do then? Ooh, I mean, I would... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would measure out uh, an ounce and a half of that and still and still shake it, I guess. But it does fall. It just I feel like it just doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't reach same. that point for me. I, I just yeah. really like the, the te- I'm a texture person. So the it's just a texture thing. But the taste will always be there and it will be good. Like at the Liqueur 43 party, they were doing it with cold brew because on the, the rooftop, they didn't have an espresso machine oh. and they couldn't. So that one wasn't uh, wasn't made with espresso, and it still works. Um, it's it just really good. Didn't, I had six. Doesn't, <laughs> yeah, no, it still definitely works. Um, I would just yeah use an ounce and an ounce to an ounce and a half of your your cold brew, and just do it the same way. But just know that sometimes going, investing in that espresso yeah. machine at home is definitely worth it. Just going yeah. that extra that extra minute, mile, second, whatever you got, like there's mm-hmm. a reason why it makes it an effective like the best oh wait what oh there's another caller hi i wanted to ask anna rose a question i wanted to ask her what it was like competing in the liquor 43 bartenders and baristas competition versus other competitions that's a good question. Great question. Well, uh, for competition wise, I feel like I was always just so busy with shifts before I only kind of recently started entering competitions with the time. Um, so I've only entered two and, um, <laughs> and they were both like just recently as well and did, did well in both. Um, you won both. They're totally different in the sense where liqueur 43 did it completely um, virtually. Um, so you didn't really have the, the, the connection that I've seen in the past of attend, even att- like as an attendee of competitions, they're always so fun to go and watch. And there's so much energy. Everyone's clapping when you're shaking. Um, and that's definitely was, was missed in it, but, um, still co- being able to connect to people around the world was very, very cool and easily done because of our virtual world. So that, that was different and fun and exciting, um, compared to the, the other one I did do it in person. It's a little more nervous doing it in front of the judges and uh having your routine just completely polished uh as well and the time constraint because a video edit it's like you can edit everything to fit in the time and it's much easier to like manipulate uh and a little more less like I feel like less stressful but um in person you still you get that energy from everyone and them actually getting to try the drink that you make is super dope like I I love making drinks for people and I love their feedback and uh, it's just definitely a passion of mine. So it's it's difficult in these times, but both competitions were, were super, super fun. And I love, I love meeting new people and connecting to other bartenders. Like I got to meet you Adele through the liquor 43 and um, also um, Berenice from Mexico. She is just the sweetest. Uh, She was the, the, she was third place, but she got audience vote and her, she had the I can't co- wait she had to the coconut cocktail. Right. I remember her. Yeah. And I actually get to make it, um, make it soon because, uh, liqueur 43 on their Instagram, the 43 USA page, um, we're going to be doing, uh, 
it's going to be every Wednesday uh, and it's starting soon. I'm going to be making other finalist rings. So hers is going to be one of them that I'm doing and challenging uh, bartenders like a finalist as well that were in this competition to make the drink within 48 hours. So oh, we cool. have a little more fun of a virtual virtual thing happening on I the 443 USA page. Uh, and I I'll, can't wait to like connect with everyone and get and get to try other people's drinks too. Um, and that's like the, the beautiful part of our community is we still somehow manage to find a way to, um, to Super connect, connect through drinks, um, yep. even if you're not with with the person so i'm excited um it's called can you uh can you 43 it um and it's it's going to be happening on wednesdays and i love uh, look out for it that's fantastic um and i think that like that like i i actually had to turn off the calling board because we the, the lights were kept like popping up and everything and but we're we're at that time where uh we we had to cut people off so if anyone has more questions, please feel free to uh, email us at talktalesthepodcast at gmail.com your questions, and we will filter that over to Anna Rose about anything that you have, any of your questions for her. And we'll read we can answer anything. Yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. Or Marita, and then, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just be you. Like, this okay, is to be you guys you. got it. I trust, I trust your skills. You can answer for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but I think like, since, you know, we are getting to that time frame of uh, wrapping this thing, this little thing up in a cute little package, like a puppy. A um, package. I don't know why I'm doing this whole cute thing. I, I'm I don't know me neither. Yeah, it's I'm making like, me a little uncomfortable, to be honest. Really good. I like that. <laughs> Um, it's that so, cute puppy over there. I know because I just got a puppy, <laughs> so I'm like everything. Podcast pup. Yeah, I'm like I want <laughs> I want everything in tiny packages. Um, and so yeah, Rose, would you like to share uh, any? I mean, any we we know about the Liquor Forty Three awesome stuff that's coming up on their page, but about, how about you as a bartender? How could people follow you, and how could people get in contact with you if they have any questions or like want to? Uh, do anything with spirits or cocktails with you? Uh, anything you want to plug? Now's your time. Oh, I mean, I'm always open for for connecting and just networking in general. You can um, reach out to me on my Instagram. It's just my full name, Anna Rose Crone, um, Crone with a K. And it's uh, just reach out to me there. And I'm, I'm pretty much like at this point, after this competition, I just did an, uh, the Woodford Reserve competition too. Um, so I'll be working on practicing that presentation as well in these times because uh, I'll probably, um, there's going to be a next round soon, but they just kind of don't know, don't know quite yet in COVID. But um, I'm just always down to be creative and connect to people. So definitely reach out to me. Um, and I'm I'm always down to talk. I love I it. Love I love it. Yeah. We'll we'll follow up here on uh, Talk Tales the podcast too, and like keep keep going with your journey and everything yeah. that you're doing too. And uh, any way that we can help, we always love to like collaborate and help anybody in whatever shape or form yes. we can. And <laughs> connecting with other women in the industry has been yes. so like that's my favorite. Like uh, just being like like I feel like it's 
only just now starting to grow like our our voices more so in the bar community and I love hearing everyone's voice and experience and getting to chat so this has been so fun um, talking to you guys on here and and thank you for having me thank you for being here and I know we're running a little short on time but I do want to um illustrate when I was watching you when the streaming your your winning globally um they it was like a invite only very small crowd because you know social distancing to there to support you but there were there were a lot of female bartenders who were there supporting you like in your corner exactly and it was really beautiful to see because not only are females starting to have a stronger voice in this industry but also amongst ourselves i think we're Mm -hmm. we've been trained to that there's not enough seats for all of us but now i think Mm -hmm. we're starting to shift that and there's like a seat at the table for all of us and that's what was fawning and foaming at the mouth earlier because i was so excited to have (laughs) <laughs> and Inga on this episode because I think that you know bartender female bartender supporting other female bartenders is a really beautiful thing and I'm really happy that I, I bartend sure. in a time where that's becoming more and more common mm-hmm. like staying together we right we're rising up all of us uh, yes. I love it and we're doing it together and friendship is it's just so fun to have with yes with you guys Oh my God. <laughs> um, and I 100% agree for, for sure, for sure. And, uh, and this is like one of the coolest industries to be in, in this bar industry, especially as women, um, because it's all creative and, and it's a collaborative, uh, space. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and everyone, I, I, I feel honored to be able to be doing this podcast with, with you two. And, um, I know that we will continuously to support each other and like, um, bounce off of each other's like creative juices exactly uh i love it and also I, my cocktail was just in um chilled magazine and it was the women's issue so that made me feel even Yay! like even better i love that Hi. um and i love that chilled magazine did uh, like the women in industry issue like that's so dope um that's it. i can't wait to like physically hold it and read the whole thing like in my hand that's so that's so exciting I'm so well, we are proud, proud of, of us, yeah. women. Yeah. I'm proud of you, Anna Rose. You're and killing. Yeah, it. we're, oh, pr- proud we're of super you. proud of you. Thank, Thank you. you for for representing us and representing like the bar industry and LA and LA, the United baby. States and the freaking planet Earth, hey. lady. And then as far as us at Talk Tales, the podcast, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, everyone that called in. You guys are a support system that is stronger than anything we could ever imagine. And we really appreciate all the support. And if you want to show that love, please just shoot us a like on our anywhere you listen to this podcast. Do a subscribe. Leave us a comment. Say, hey, you guys are dickheads. Or, hey, we love you. Like, no matter what, we love all the feedback. Uh, and then if you want to show that love in a charitable contribution, you can show the love on our Patreon page, Patreon dot com backslash talk tales the podcast and then if you want to be a potential guest on our podcast or uh, having questions for us or concerns or like are you concerned about my eggs i don't know uh maybe you could, blasting, maybe a concern yeah that might we oh yeah that, that. that might be a problem um but you go ahead and email us at talk tales the podcast at gmail.com um, and then on Instagram, follow us on Instagram. The and then uh, another big one is uh, our cocktail classes, talktalesthepodcast.com backslash classes, baby. We are doing a lot, a lot, a lot of classes and we have turned this thing global. So if you Great. are, I might show you my boobies if you tune in. If you you're in your way to <laughs> find out, well, yeah, I'm tuning in now. <laughs> you gotta tune in. You'll never know until you tune in. Yeah, and if you're in Uruguay, you could tune into Adele's boobies. And yes. guess what, Norway? Booby time. Booby time, Norway. <laughs> That's right, Franz. Franz. What you Franz. think you have better boobies? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, 
les better boobies. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, that know. might be offensive. I don't know. We love you, Chris. That might be offensive. Uh, I'm sorry. Um. Uh, but I, but that, I don't think that was anybody's accent, but we we, we were just, just saying, talking about boobies. We were just talking about boobies. <laughs> Uh, but either way, the yeah, our cocktail classes are global now. So please uh, check us out at TalkTalesThePodcast.com backslash classes and book a class with us. Book your team, book your family, book your brother. But yeah, he's not doing anything. Go get him to make a cocktail. Jesus. Yeah, and if you're you know, staying at home, as you probably should during the holidays, like we we respect if we're doing that, doing that sacrifice. But you can link up with your family still. Do a cocktail class together. It'll be a good way to bond without having to um, be in a room together and these strange times friends. I'm, I'm actually going to be conducting a cocktail class for my family who are none of us live near each other and we're going to have a good time on that zoom so that'll be fun uh, oh. Adele anything else oh what about the like don't drink and drive stuff yeah yeah like she said do not drink and drive especially <laughs> I know it's like holiday time it's a stressful time I know you might be a little homesick if you don't get to go home this year or you're just kind of everything's a little hectic we actually just today uh they just announced just now that no more uh curfew after 10 p.m and no more than 50 people capacity outdoor dining so shit's about to get real stressful here in LA right, right. I'm just gonna get real stressful for everybody else out there if you feel like coping with alcohol you know more power to you but just don't drink and drive it's not worth it it's it just don't do it walk you probably need to lose the quarantine 15 anyways walk somewhere walk and listen to our podcast we'll tell yeah, you all you kinds of it. we'll tell you all kinds of weird <laughs> shit in your ear holes so go ahead and take walk a walk sober up you jerks don't drive though don't be don't an drive. asshole okay <laughs> i hope everyone's offended at this point who's ever drinking to drive i've done it i'm an asshole i will never do it again uh i mean i think we've all done it but no we will never people. do it now. Yeah, because we're we idiots. Do we don't now. you don't need to drink a drive. There's there's okay. you stay at home quarantined so you don't kill other people. Exactly. In many different ways. Stop killing people. <laughs> god damn it, humans, stop killing people. Oh my god, we gotta get off these mics. I yes. love you guys so much. And um Yay. and uh thank you so much, Anna Rose. Thank you, Anna Rose. Uh, yeah, we're thank you guys. Oh, but, it's been so fun. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh thanks everyone for listening, and we're gonna go out of this little super duper fantastic incredible uh excellent uh episode with a cheers talk tale talk tale talk tale